0: Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. To the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for today comes from the book of the prophet Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5. This reading contains an ancient prophecy which foretold the coming of Jesus Christ hundreds of years before his birth. The prophet writes, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. He shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. The prophet Micah, saw a vision of Jesus, and the prophet saw Jesus garbed in the robes of the Good Shepherd. The psalm for today is Psalm 23. I will read this psalm as it is translated in the Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Psalm 23 is a psalm of David. David writes, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus Christ, you are the shepherd, and we are your sheep. We give you thanks for the love and the tenderness with which you care for every member of your flock. We ask you to lead us and to guide us through every challenge of these trying times. By your mercy, forgive us of all our sins and by your providence grant us all that we need to live as our nation draws near to november 3rd may your will be done not only in the election but in every aspect of our national affairs defend us from disease and disaster into your good and gracious hands we commend ourselves and body and in soul. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And now a reading from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 10. I will read verses 1 through 18, and also verses 27 through 30. John writes, Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep." and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Long before Jesus preached those magnificent words, God spoke to a man named Moses. God wanted Moses to lead his people out from Egypt and into the promised land. And God spoke to Moses out of a burning bush. During the course of that mysterious conversation, Moses asked God by what name he should be called. God said, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Thousands of years after the burning bush, a man from Nazareth, a carpenter's son, suddenly and unexpectedly claimed that holy, mysterious, and awesome name of God for himself. In John chapter 8, verse 58, Jesus declared to the Jews, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. That must have been a shocking moment. It was a small-town, ordinary-looking carpenter's son who said, I am. I am God. I am who I am. I and the Father are one. The Gospel according to John records more than a dozen separate occasions on which Jesus applied the name I Am to himself. On seven of those occasions, Jesus turned the name I Am into a sentence in order to describe who he is and what he is like. Each of those seven statements is a bold assertion of Jesus divine nature each one is also a vivid and poetic description of what Jesus divine nature is like here are the seven i ams of jesus in john 6:35 jesus says i am the bread of life in john 8:12 jesus says i am the light of the world. In John 10.7, Jesus says, I am the door. In John 10.11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. In John 11.25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. In John 14.6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And in John 15, 1, Jesus says, I am the vine. This morning, I would like to speak with you about the fourth I am statement of Jesus. In John 10, 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Without a doubt, That statement provides one of the most comforting of all images in the Bible, the image of Jesus Christ as our loving, caring, merciful, powerful, and kind Good Shepherd. But before we consider what the Good Shepherd metaphor teaches us about Jesus, think about what the Good Shepherd metaphor teaches us About ourselves. What it teaches us is this if Jesus is the Good Shepherd, then his followers must be sheep. What do you think about the Bible calling you a sheep? I myself have never worked with the animals, but I've been told that sheep can be among the more hapless of God's creatures. To be called a sheep is not necessarily a compliment. But that's exactly what the Bible does. The Bible calls us sheep. Are you willing to accept that humble designation? Think of what it means to be a sheep for the Lord. Sheep, don't go it alone. Are you willing to renounce your personal independence in order to take your place as one among many in the noisy, ragtag flock called the Christian Church? Sheep are followers. Are you willing to renounce your self-will in order to follow wherever the Good Shepherd leads you? And sheep don't get to choose whose voice they must obey. Are you willing to, to forsake the voice of strangers in order to follow the voice of the Good Shepherd alone? And finally, sheep, get shorn. Are you willing to let yourself be shorn? Jesus wants to shear you, not of wool, but of pride, and of sin, and of sinful ways of being. Are you willing to become a sheep for the Lord? I hope you are willing, because there's nothing better than joining Jesus' flock. Our shepherd is a good shepherd, a very good shepherd indeed, and he never fails to bless his sheep. Here are a few things to know about our good shepherd. First, the Bible says that the good shepherd knows his sheep inside and out and that he calls each one of them by name. In John chapter 10, verse 14, Jesus says, I know my own, and my own know me. And in John chapter 10, verse 3, Jesus says, The good shepherd calls his own sheep by name. It's amazing to think that Jesus knows each and every one of us. Jesus' flock is a big flock. It contains a countless multitude of believers from every time and from every place. But every single sheep in the big flock is fully and personally and completely known to the Lord. Jesus says, I know my own. If you are one of Jesus' own, then Jesus knows you inside and out. He understands all your hopes and dreams— all your fears and worries, all your sins and sorrows, all your joys and failures. And Jesus loves you. He wants to live with you forever. He wants you to be a member of his flock. Therefore, the Good Shepherd calls you by name to become one of his sheep. Will you respond to the Lord's call? Will you by repentance and faith, start living as a sheep for the Lord today? Second, the Bible says that the good shepherd came to give his sheep abundant life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus wants his sheep to have the good life, The kind of life that we all thirst for. The kind of life that goes on forever. The kind of life that is filled with love and joy and peace and rest. Jesus didn't come into this world to take life from his sheep. Jesus came into this world to give life to his sheep. If you would like to experience the good life, then come to the Good Shepherd. He will give you what you seek. He will make you lie down in green pastures. He will lead you beside still waters. He will restore your soul. Third, the Bible says that the good shepherd leads his flock from the front. In John chapter 10 verse 4, Jesus says, When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. What a precious and comforting thought. He goes before the flock. The path from this life to the next takes us through some challenging terrain. As we make our way through, we face a multitude of obstacles, sin, death, and the devil included. But no matter what lies ahead, no matter what the future may hold, the Good Shepherd goes on before us. Jesus always leads from the front. The good shepherd never asks his sheep to go where he has not already been. Think of what that means for us, especially as we mortals face the prospect of death. On our way into heaven, all of us must sooner or later pass through the grave and gate of death. And death is a scary thought. But even when it comes to death, the Good Shepherd goes before us. He has already been through that territory. For Jesus died on Good Friday. He lay buried on Holy Saturday. And on Easter Sunday, Jesus rose again. The Good Shepherd has already forged the way through the final passage. So when you yourself begin the journey through death, please know that the Good Shepherd will be with you, leading you like he always does, from the front. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Fourth, the Bible says that the Good Shepherd has laid down his life for the flock. In John chapter 10, verse 11, Jesus says, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Why did the good shepherd lay down his life? Because we sheep have an incorrigible tendency to stray and to get ourselves lost in sin. But the good shepherd seeks us out, and he brings us back home. On the cross, Jesus shed his blood on our behalf, to pay the price for the sins we committed. And because the good shepherd has laid down his life, God forgives us, and he receives us back to the flock. In 1 Peter 2, the Bible says, By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Fifth, the Bible says that the Good Shepherd has risen again. In John chapter 10, verse 17, Jesus says, I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. Yes, the Good Shepherd laid down his life on Good Friday. But on Easter Sunday, the Good Shepherd took his life back. He rose from the dead. And because Jesus lives, we shall live also. Because Jesus was raised, we shall be raised also. Remember how the sheep always follow in the footsteps of the shepherd? Well, our good shepherd has gone before us into the glory of resurrection life. That means we are headed for the same glory. In John chapter 10 verses 28 and 29, Jesus says, My sheep follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Citizens of Wright County, Jesus is the Good Shepherd. It's a good thing to be a member of his flock. Through repentance and faith, may you claim your place in Jesus' flock today. In Jesus' name, amen. The hymn for the day is called The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. These words were penned by the English hymn writer H. W. Baker in the year 1868. The King of Love, my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Where streams of living water flow, My ransomed soul he leadeth, And where the verdant pastures grow, With food celestial feedeth. Perverse and foolish oft I strayed, But yet in love he sought me, And on his shoulder gently laid, And home rejoicing brought me. In death's dark veil I fear no ill, With thee, dear Lord, beside me. Thy rod and staff my comfort still, Thy cross before to guide me. Thou spread'st a table in my sight, Thine unction grace bestoweth, And, oh, what transport of delight From thy pure chalice floweth. And so through all the length of days Thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise Within thy house for ever. Would you please join with me as we confess our common Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed? We confess. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14.6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith? as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. I would also like to invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. From 10 to 10.30, we are tuning in together to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Then, from 10.30 to 11, we are sharing a time of live and in-person scripture, worship, prayer, and fellowship. Please come join us. We're located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Mariah State Park, at 12449 Clementa Avenue Northwest. Google search... Faith Lutheran Church Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now, but remember this, we are sheep for the Lord.